come stop and take a trip down on my block Where you see hidden potential, young minds sharper than Ginsu And ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside From my side to your side, from Dutchtown to Southside From Penrose to Northside, from Benton Park to Old North The West End to West Side, we bless when we step out We stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up this is Stitchcast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Our Stitchcast sits down with Angela De Silva to discuss the preservation of local history through organizing in this special Divided City edition of Stitchcast Studio. They say who that, but you already knew that. That be them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. So there's gotta be some questions. Yeah, okay. uh, I need to understand this. I actually had one question. I was really uh, curious about about Mary Meacham. Uh-huh. Um, did she have the Harriet Tubman mentality? Is either you with us or against us? No. She was a prominent woman of color, much respected by, as the wife of a, min, a very uh, respected minister. Mm. And even the night that this all came about, she was arrested. But white citizens came to her aid and said, a woman of her prominence does not need to be in the calaboose. Mm. She was put under house arrest. Okay. So no, she didn't have. She wasn't leading anybody. She was the conduit. The conduit. Okay. My question is about her husband. So you said he was preaching one day and then he dropped dead. Did they ever investigate that and find out what the cause of? Oh, it was natural causes. It was a heart attack. Oh, okay, mm. okay. I'm thinking maybe he was poisoned or something. <laughs> no, he was mid sentence in the middle yeah. of a sermon on a Sunday morning. Mm. Okay. You know, grabbed his chest and that was it. Ooh. I also have a question because, oh, my bad, I'm over here. <laughs> um, because you talked about how the, was it the 16-year-old and 19-year-old came all the way from Tower Grove? Mm -hmm. Do you know if there were people that came farther in Missouri, like more south to get to the crossing? If they were a lot further south, mm -hmm. they would have kept going south. Okay. Okay. Um, Understanding Missouri's position, we were surrounded by free territory on three sides. Okay. And so if you were in Kansas City, you wouldn't come here, you'd go through west, okay? And into Kansas, up into Iowa, and Iowa, every, every town in Iowa had an, an active abolitionist uh, wow. uh, culture. So if you could get to the Iowa border, you were almost free, okay? So, um, and they went different directions, okay? Um, I do know about, um, and this is down in Iron County, I was at the Governor's Conference on Tourism one year and a real old white man with a beard down to the ground. It was so long, he had it rolled up and held with a clothespin. And he came up to me and he said, do you know what a tomb rock is? Uh, no, sir. He said, well, that's the rock that they put in front of Jesus' tomb when he's dead. He said, I've come from one of the poorest counties in Missouri, and we don't, can't afford tombstones, but we, you know, so we have tomb rocks. And I'm just standing there looking at him. And he said, um, there's something I want you to see. And he said, um, I'm going to talk to the boys and 
See if you can come into the county. <laughs> uh, okay. He said, that's something I want you to see. So I told the director of tourism at the time, uh, one of the co-directors, and we went with the highway patrol <laughs> in a car in front of us, okay? And we're in a state car to make sure everybody understood that <laughs> when we came into the county. So they had given us directions, and we were up on this promontory up on this hill, and all these pickup trucks with Confederate flags and gun racks were lined up on the side of the road. So I go, this must be it. Mm-hmm. And so the highway patrol gets out, and he talks. He asks for Mr. McCarty, and I said, you know, I said, there he is. I mean, that's him. And he said, yes. He said, um, everything's fine, officer. And so, it, you know, they can get out. So we got out. And everybody's standing there, and he points down the bottom of this hill. Now, there's it's early, early spring, so it's not a lot of weeds uh, up there. But, I mean, we could see these rocks. Four lined up on this side, three on this side, and they were close together. And he said, that's where they're buried. And Laurie's looking at me, I'm looking at her, and I go, who's buried? He said, um, some escaped slaves. They were escaping from, escaping from Arkansas and the posse caught up with them here, but nobody knew that they were armed and there was a big shootout. Mm. And um, everybody in that county would not go down that hill. Wow. I don't care how many gun racks they had in that car. Why that is truck. That? They said it's haunted. Mm. Seven slaves were killed. And that's what those tomb rocks are, marking those graves. Mm. Now, Laurie and I went down there, and one of the officers, the other one stayed up on top of the hill. And, you know, we poked around. I mean, what other than being, giving us a sense of place, there really wasn't a lot to see. But not too long after that, I was on NPR National and told this story. And they said they got uh, hundreds of phone calls about it. Nobody knew who these escaped slaves were. Mm-hmm. And time out of mind, they even forgot how many women, how many men. Mm-hmm. But the seven rocks are down there, and they're all lined up. And so um, here's the thing that they wanted to know. Could this become a tourism destination? Mm-hmm. That's why they had us there. I owned a travel company, and the assistant director of tourism was there. Could this be a tourist spot? Yeah, come to the Confederate area. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. It's it's amazing because I wouldn't, I don't know why that would be a question if none of them even wanted to go down. Right. You know, why would, I don't know. They, the county, Forest County, they needed money. I mean, that's oh, wow. they, needed, they, they needed. They were trying to think of any way they could wow. to get money. That's why Mr. McCarty was at the Governor's Conference on Tourism. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I looked like candidate most likely. There was only two other blacks in the room. <laughs> that's why he came up to me. So I went, we went, and we were kind of like in shock. Yeah. But my question is, what makes you think? I'm going to help you turn this massacre site into a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You already know what time it is. Time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. Be a 
yourself Cause the world gets only one of you Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do I love the life I lead on everything is fine But we don't know what do we are until we find out why What's your why? For your family What's your why? For your crime What's your why? For your sanity What's your why? For your mind What's your why? For your city What's your why? For your life What's your why? For your life What's your why? True religion, new decision, 2020, see who giving Ain't no competition, we St. Louis story stitching Surviving through the system, using rhythm, saving lives Let go your ego, just be humble, homie, take advice I'ma make a good life for myself, try to help somebody else Gotta get out of this prison of poverty, get a grind, try to build some wealth I'm loving some meals, so happy, I'm telling them why Ain't nobody get star unless they be up in the sky And I gotta be useful, be fruitful and multiply the white got my city, I never gonna let them divide. We fly, better catch that drift, double do zigzag, some of us like that. It is so rough. You can join in the fan club, you can stand up, but you fall back, wait for it, blow up. Everybody wanna ball like a big dog. This is it, y'all watch for the pitfall. Get the squad up, let me make a quick call. I ain't running them, I walk up and get them all. Yourself, Cause the world gets only one of you Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do I love the life I lead, on everything is fine But we don't know what do we are until we find out why What's your why? For your family What's your why? For your crime What's your why? For your sanity What's your why? For your mind What's your why? For your city What's your why? For your life What's your why? For your life What's your why? They say who that, but you already knew that That beat them story stitches, stitches Words together, so clever. We paint a vivid picture. We more than Chuck Berry, Sweetie Pies, and Red Fox. More than fitted caps and cardinal birds on your red socks. Come stop and take a trip down on my block. Where you see hidden potential, young minds sharper than Gensu. And ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you. We standing with you, we tackle issues like civic pride. Hate will cease to exist, let's put our differences aside. From my side to your side, from Dutch Town to South Side, from Penrose to North Side, from Benton Park to Old North, the West End, the West Side. We bless when we step out, we stand down, rise up, stand together, wise up. Be yourself, cause the world gets only one of you Don't talk it, walk it, do what you wanna do I love the life I lead, on everything is fine But we don't know what do we are until we find out why What's your why? For your family What's your why? For your crime What's your why? For your sanity What's your why? For your mind What's your why? For your city What's your why? For your life What's your why? For your life What's your why? Tell you, I can sit here and tell you stories till Jesus comes because <laughs> I have knocked on doors from one end of the state to the other. I have hunted down clues. I've had doors slammed in my face. I've yeah. been threatened by the Klan and it didn't stop me. Yeah. It was so funny. People didn't know my name in some counties, but they'd say, is that that woman in a green van? <laughs> they knew my car. <laughs> and so, but you need to replace me. Mm. Somebody in this room needs to replace me. Mm -hmm. Gotta continue to fight. Yeah. Now everybody's woke, okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> There's a such thing as being too woke, though. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
Oh no, let me say this on a high note, okay? Two weeks ago, I was invited to speak at the zoo. You know mm-hmm. the trains at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, last week they in, they unveiled their first EV uh, engine. It's lime green and it's named the Mary Meacham. You got to see it. It is beautiful. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. So um, you know it's, it's beginning to pan out. But you know now I'm just a little bit angry. How come it couldn't happen 15 years sooner? You know right. I'm halfway out the door. You know and so but that train. Oh my God! It was it was it's magnificent to see. Yeah. You need to see it. It's called the Mary Meacham and it's, and it's engine number 15. And I we do. Mm-hmm. We could do our zoo song on it. Mm-hmm. But question. <laughs> question. How do you think that us continuing to learn about our history, uh, the history of St. Louis, how can we use um, what we learn and what we find out to build our city and mm. come together as a people? Mm. Well, I know that there's a group, um, in fact, um, and I don't think there's anybody black involved, that is putting up down at Ballpark Village a big um, monument Hmm. marking Lynch's slave pen. Now, I'm actually delighted to see that, Mm -hmm. okay, because people need to know, okay, Mm -hmm. need to know. So um, that's one way. And for 30 years, I owned the city's Black History Tour. And I'd have local black churches, 55 people on the bus, and halfway through it, there are puddle of tears. And I'm, at first I wonder, why are they crying? And they said, because nobody ever told us this. Mm. I think you can have pride in your city if you understand it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There has been greatness in our past. Mm-hmm. And there's greatness in our future. Mm-hmm. We are a strong people. Now, I don't... I don't quite understand what's going on now, but I can tell you, being a college professor for almost 20 years, what what happened to us. Mm. And what happened to us was the Vietnam War. Mm. We lost an entire generation of black men. Mm. An entire generation. Mm. And that was a monumental setback. Mm. So... How will we fight that against the schools? Because it seems like nowadays they're, they're trying to take out black history, mm-hmm. like the teachings of it and everything. So it's like a lot of this stuff we really didn't hear growing mm-hmm. up going to schools. You can give some tours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've given tours for over 30 years, 55 people at a time. Okay. Mm-hmm to tell this story. They can't, the internet is vast, but I don't need to tell y'all that. Y'all understand it better than I do, Mm -hmm. okay? Get on it, Mm -hmm. okay? That's all I can say, all right? Tell the story. And that, that is the basis, you know? All the years I taught history and culture at Lindenwood, what is culture? It is our story. Our story. You all are story stitchers. Mm -hmm. That's a ball. Hey, the story. Yes. Talk. Okay. Talk that talk. <laughs> but you need to talk, and you know the language of, of the youth mm. better than I would. 
I'm a little rusty after a year retiring. <laughs> Question. <laughs> Would Story Stitchers be able to get a special tour from you? I know you retired, but we really want to know information. It's we'll so get the bus. We don't know. We'll get everything. We'll, get, we'll even get you lunch. How about that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I work for meals. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is what I think, is that we need to soak up as much information as we can from the ones that were doing this before us so that we can continue to tell these stories and inform the people that come after us. Oh, to be sure. A mentor. I had one. I went looking for him. Mm. And I had one of the greatest ones, and at the time did not understand it. Mm. Um, I knew who he was, and when I met him, he was about 83 years old mm. and wanted the company more than anything else. But one of my mentors was Judge Nathan B. Young himself. Mm. Now, you know, there were two grand, two grand history masters here. Mm. One is Julia Davis, and the other mm. was Nathan B. Young. The man who, you know, who, who, whose, whose father was president of Florida A&M, who's, was president of Lincoln University, the, one of the founders of, of the St. Louis American, the first black uh, circuit judge. And, and to hear him tell me he was the first black family to move west of Kings Highway and the Klan mm. burnt a cross on his yard but mm. because he was a federal officer the National Guard moved in on the block. I mean, <laughs> it, but to get it from him, yeah. and I didn't understand how valuable it was until much, much later. Mm. And I would just go see him because I knew he was lonely. Mm. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, I will say we greatly appreciate your time. Give you your flowers. And to be able to do at the Griot, you know, it was right before um, we had the podcast, we did a tour of the museum and we actually got to read a little bit about um, uh, Barry Meacham. John Barry Meacham. Yeah, yes. John Barry Meacham. So it was cool to hear you bring it back up and about the school and everything. So, yeah, we just we really appreciate it. No problem. So um, there's a lot that you guys don't know. So if we need to have a, another one. Then yes. just let me know. I, absolutely. Definitely. We got that on the record mm-hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't go back. <laughs> no, trust me. I had everything I said. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. used to trying to be outsmarted by twenty something. So okay. <laughs> She's pro at this. Oh me. Okay. Well, anybody have any last questions before we wrap up? I want to sit on this. You just yeah. I need to sit on this. I did have one question Go ahead. about Mary Mitchell when you said that. Oh, yeah. When you said um, they put her on house arrest because she was so viral. How long was she on house arrest and when did she start helping the slaves again? You know, now this is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can't stand historians that do it. Mm-hmm. The book of on uh, what they call the day to day from the circuit court of when she was supposed to have been arraigned, okay, and uh, Freeman too. Mm-hmm. Those two pages have been torn out of the official record. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is good. So we don't know. 
We know she didn't serve a day, but we don't know how it was disposed. Was it yeah. dismissed? Mm -hmm. Or what? Was she given another future cart date? Mm -hmm. We have no idea. But let me say this Never too. Um, and I started on the Civil War, but now I'm going back to it briefly. When the black men were at Benton Barracks, i.e. Fairgrounds Park, the commandant there knew that these black men couldn't even make private unless they can read and write. Mm. So he sent for her to come out and he asked her to get together other prominent black women to come out and teach these black men how to read and write. Mm. The omnibus, which was, which was a horse-drawn, super large carriage, which was like public transportation at the time, came down Grand past Benton Barracks, but black people couldn't write it, okay? Mm. So with the Union Army's help, she sued the city of St. Louis mm. so that black women on Saturdays could mm. ride the omnibus out to Benton Barracks to teach these men how to read and write. Mm -hmm. She was fearless. She will die in 1869, mm. never having any children of her own. Mm. Does she have any protégés? No. Nope. Mm. One of one. One of one. Wow. Now, John Barry Meacham, which is sad, he had five kids and they all preceded him in death. Mm. Ooh. And he had sent two of his sons to Oberlin College. <laughs> but nobody's ever asked me about that. <laughs> and it just popped into my head. <laughs> That's what happens when you get old. <laughs> you be thinking about something else and something else pops into your head. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she didn't have any children of her own. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Dang. Anybody else? I had a question. It wasn't about Mary or anything. So like, I read somewhere like only like three to five percent of like slaves was in America, and like the other half was like in South America and stuff like that. So like, if you know like any differences between like the slaves in like in Brazil and South America versus in America and stuff. If you know about the triangle trade, mm -hmm. um, there were differences. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the first stop from Africa was in uh, the Caribbean, and that's where what they call the culturation took place. Right. And um, because so many blacks were transiting the Caribbean, mm -hmm. um, they didn't care if you lived or died. The, the policy was to work you to death. Okay, mm -hmm. and so you didn't live in slavery long in the Caribbean. And of course, then you had, you know, the diseases of yellow fever, malaria, but, you know, you die today, I can walk down to the wharf and buy 10 more tomorrow. And so oh. it, really, you, it really meant nothing, okay? Mm -hmm. Life meant nothing. Mm. And so when you get to Brazil and Central America, then you've mm -hmm. got to be looking at how the Portuguese, another right. colonizer, Period. viewed, um, uh, uh, viewed the blacks, but they had a kind of a different policy and mm. that uh, the Portuguese believed in amalgamation, okay, uh, and they were active at it, okay, um, converting as many people to Portuguese citizens and bloodlines as they could, mm. okay. So, and also, of course, slavery didn't end in Brazil to the 1890s. Oh, didn't know that, huh? So, and they're still being bought directly from Africa into Brazil, mm -hmm. especially Angola. 
So yeah, there's differences. Mm -hmm. And then more of his more topography, um, what you're growing there, sugar right. was a killer. Okay? Yeah, because those that. those those heat refineries, mm -hmm. uh, it was worse than cotton. Mm. Jeez. Mm -mm. What well, you know, um, most people don't know here that um, ninety percent of the slaves in Missouri were not held in the southern part of the state. In mm. fact, they were held in hundred miles north of here, along the Missouri River. Ninety mm. percent. Mm. Okay, so to wrap up, <laughs> I need every <clears throat> person at this table that's not Mr. Silver. <laughs> to say one thing that stood out to them in this conversation. Mm. I go first. Wow. Um, <laughs> you just moved the whole mic. <laughs> the, the, the one thing that stood out to me in this whole conversation is the constant theme of bravery. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fearlessness. Like they didn't care. Yeah. And uh, I'm not gonna say we don't got it now, but it's not as potent as but, how you speaking about it. So. Yeah, that's the one thing. He took my I think uh for me, I guess it was just the difference in slavery between the Americans and everybody else. Mm. Like that that's wild to me. Like, you know, if 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 you know, depending on the conditions of your mother, you were either born into slavery or you were born free. And that's Mm -hmm. um, the part when he was talking about the Spanish people, mm -hmm. it's always funny how people always talk about Mexicans, oh, they all did their, their worker people and stuff like that, but they were the people that actually helped us in the beginning. Nice. Mm. Like, whoa. <laughs> so it just kind of make you open your eyes a little more, like, mm -hmm. my brother, my sister. For real, For real, like. I want. Yeah. I kind of want to piggyback off that because that's that's the gist of what I was finna say. Like, I I I noticed like the the constant undertone of of division being pushed. Mm -hmm. It was like like we we had certain people that wanted to. We had certain people that actually like cared enough to make make a change. Mm -hmm. but, like, we were put in circumstances that like forced them to not be able to or not or not be able to put put those things into action. Mm -hmm. Like to see how that works, to see how how the system can really manipulate the entire foundation of a people. Like it changes how, how you really think about how you can beat it. It's not more so trying to like fight fire with fire. It's, it's more so trying to fight fire with smoke. You gotta know how to hide behind it. Yeah, that's a bar. Fire with smoke. I'm gonna put that in my notes. <laughs> that's a bar. That's a bar. <laughs> 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 um, two things stood out to me: the brother versus brother part. Mm. Oh, yeah. And they, I, I, like I really felt that. I'm like, dang. That's a Society culture. Society put here us too. against each other. Mm -hmm. That's a culture here too. Yeah. That's it's so weird. And then and that's why I'm saying like compared then to now, it's like dang. This you just got more. Like recently. this really hit mm -hmm. different. More ways to do it now. There's so many more ways to do it, man. Yeah, we did. We, we need a part two. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta go like deeper into that. And then the second part um, was just this didn't happen long ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that like really resonates with me. Like this wasn't. This this is like yesterday. We're still living it. Like literally. Yeah, yeah and it's like it might not be straightforward, mm -hmm. but it's like we in like it's, it's like it's like really deep around it's us. It's parallel. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even fur grounds, like how how you say fur ground was a uh, what what was it originally? Induction center. Right. So for for black men and right now, like the parallel that black men occupy that part, but just in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's just ironic. Yeah. <laughs> like a curse. Yeah. yeah so like, like you got no choice but to you know what I'm saying be drawn to that. And also, like I always like talking about the Shaw family. It's just I, they just have so much like dirt, and I just love studying them and just like what goes on. Tiger Grove is huge, and the amount of land that they have and what they've done, the amount of people, you know, is it, huge. And I've lived down there, and like my mom and her story, and she's all about it. So living down there, she'd tell us everything, every statue, every person. She was like, yep, they gonna take that down in a couple of years, and hey, it was done. Like, I love studying Tyro Park, it's done. Something I enjoy. Uh, something that stood out to me was, like, how those federal document, documents were missing. Like they tried, to, they tried to take our, that part of our history away, but you know, even though, books even, though we do, even though we don't know too much about it, we know still know little things, so we can kind of still piece it together. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just crazy how they tried to take that part of our history away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, the fact that the documents hadn't been opened yeah. since '64, mm. boy. You know, it's like somebody just forgot about them. Mm-hmm. You know, chose to forget. Yeah, yeah. They chose to. Chose to forget. Like that was crazy to me because I could literally picture documents with the red tape around mm-hmm. it. You know, so yeah, it was just like and then wow. The fact, and then the fact that he even told you that they were supposed to be destroyed—that's like, insane, like, bro. Oh, like, that's nuts. FBI finna be like, like. <laughs> hey, we need to protect this lady at all <laughs> costs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Um, my my favorite one was um, when you, the Virginia Commonwealth was like, oh, you be born a slave as a child. And it kind of like goes back to like our generation, kind of like you born a black man, you either gonna be a basketball player or a rapper, or like just limited choices as black people we have, and it's kind of connected back to or uh, you born a slave. Either way, it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stitch Cat Studio Special Edition. The Divided City is funded by the Divided City Initiative. The Divided City is a joint project of the Center for the Humanities and the Sam Fox School, College of Architecture, and Urban Designs at Washington University in St. Louis. The Divided City is funded by the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation. Story Stitch is supported in part by the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. The mission of the Lewis Prize is to partner with leaders who create positive change by investing in young people through music. Additional support for Stitch Cat Studio and Story Stitch's programs is provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2023, Trio Foundation, Deaconess Foundation, and the Arts and Education Council. St. Louis Story Stitchers and the Center is supported in part by Kranzberg Arts Foundation as a resident organization. Thank you for listening. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers.